0: This is Beat 'Em Down from Cult Forty Five, the movie podcast, and you are
1: listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "Are people gonna die?" The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. So, no one to stop us this time.
2: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 405 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds,
3: Aubrey Litchfield. I'm in this universe. Maybe in another universe, I care a little bit more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I doubt it.
1: I
3: know, me, too.
2: And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus riggins
0: Pizza Papa always gets paid. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
2: You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a bunch of trailers to talk about, including, finally, first look at Avatar, colon, the way of water. And then it's time for our review of the latest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But before we get into all of that, how is everyone doing? Marcellus Reagans, how the hell are you this week?
0: I am doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I'm in the middle of designing a new T-shirt uh, that I wanted to do for another podcast uh, and uh, hopefully it'll come out good and I can redesign it for our podcast but uh that's where I'm spending most of my time right now trying to get some new designs up for the T public store
2: Awesome. any uh any hints any hints for us
0: uh no <laughs> <laughs> nudity <laughs> Big brestices that's it <laughs> perfect
2: all right speaking of big brestices uh, Whitfield. <laughs> how the hell are you <laughs>
3: I wasn't expecting that. that is amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> Sweet.
2: Sweet. It's I'm good alive. to hear.
0: It's good to hear. And Joey, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm a wreck. Uh-oh.
2: It's just been a very long couple weeks of just nonstop go, go, go between everything in life, work and family and podcast and everything. Just everything. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. But, you know, we had a good time this past weekend. We went to free comic book day. Went and checked out uh, our local store, Comics Apostrophe More, in East Hampton, Massachusetts. Uh, picked up some books, so that was fun. I haven't even read them yet, but <laughs> I'm <ending laughs> on it soon. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's really it. Just just really busy, uh, unfortunately. Nothing too exciting to report. So that's, that's really it, you know. It work, 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 sleep, 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 podcast, podcast, podcast. But enough about us. You know what? Let us talk a little bit more about us, Marcellus Reagans. Please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast.
0: All right, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com dot where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our tea Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Now, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher radio app, Podbeam, iHeartRadio Spotify and GoodPods we have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly so definitely check that out we have a Patreon page where you can support the show and for as little as a dollar a month you will receive exclusive content year round shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All Stars podcast and network
1: back to you Joey I think we just need an Excelsior. Excelsior! No, that's not it. Excelsior!
0: Fucking fantastic.
2: All right, well, we've got some trailers to discuss, so let's drop the drop and let us get into the news.
1: Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to break.
0: All right. So this week in nerdy news, uh, as Joey just mentioned, we have a few teaser trailers that came out this week. Uh, So let's start with one that I was surprised. They just announced the casting for this and already there's a teaser out. It's Weird, the Al Yankovic movie. Uh, This stars Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, as Weird Al Yankovic. And this is a biopic uh, that's going to be streaming exclusively on the Roku channel is a Roku exclusive. Uh, so yeah, so we got a, a little teaser, probably like a minute or so, minutes and seconds, uh, showing some kind of, I want to say extreme, but some very calculated images of Weird Al Yankovic as a burgeoning rock star. So uh, yeah, what did you guys think of this teaser? Let's start with Aubrey.
3: I thought it was amazing. I love Weird Al and... I think it's hysterical that Daniel Radcliffe is playing him.
0: As Weird Al said, this will be the role that everyone will remember him for.
3: I think so. <laughs> because it's fucking amazing.
0: All right, all right. So you're all in for it, Aubrey?
3: I am. I will watch it. I will I think I might still have a Roku. So <laughs> I will attach that Roku just to watch it.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Add it to the list. Uh Joey, how about you, man? How do you feel about Weird, the Al Yankovic trailer uh i think it looks
2: awesome i love weird al i'm on the same boat with aubrey here we big weird al fan Uh, the first music i ever bought with my own money was weird al's dare to be stupid on cassette tape i bought it with a sandwich bag filled with nickels dimes and pennies (laughs) at a strawberries music store wow that's a long time ago that was a long time ago um man yeah i love weird al And this looks ridiculous. And Daniel Radcliffe is like ripped in it. Right. As Weird Al was, obviously. (laughs) Right. Like, whoa, Weird Al looks like that now. (laughs) But it it looks like it's going to be fun. It's not going to take itself too seriously. And uh, Weird Al is just awesome. I mean, Mark, I'm sure you remember that we went to Weird Al's panel at Rhode Island Comic Con a few years ago.
0: (laughs) I honestly don't remember that. (laughs) Maybe you didn't go. Maybe I went by myself. Uh, Oh, that's right. We separated. You went to Weird Al and I went to uh, the Black Panther one or something.
2: Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so I will just throw it out there. He is the nicest person on Earth and has the patience of a saint. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Unbelievable how patient and nice he is with his fans who are uh, very weird <laughs> this <would be> the <laughs> nicest way to put it <laughs> so i forgot that you didn't come you went to the alice cooper one with me we watched that one together yes yes that yeah. one we went to see together yep right okay so yeah but uh weird al's awesome this looks hilarious and fun um i'm all in it's already on the list so just prepare yourselves for it i can't wait to tank the numbers that week but we're gonna watch
0: it <laughs> Uh, well, this one is co-written by Weird Owls. and you know if you listen to his music, you know he's a a pretty intelligent writer with a wicked sense of humor. So the fact that he's co-writing the script means this is going to be, I think, is going to be hilarious, absolutely hilarious. And, well, uh, UHF is a fucking masterpiece. So. Right. That's the yeah, right. I was going to bring that up. His, his last movie, <laughs> so thirty something years ago, it was his last movie, uh, UHF, and that was hilarious back right. in the day. So
2: a nuclear box office bomb before right. i was a when i was a kid i was not cognizant of you know what that even means <laughs> and i always wondered why they never made another weird owl movie because i loved it all my friends loved it we all quote it to this day people quote that movie
0: but somehow it was a bomb I guess. it was ahead of its time way ahead of its time uh, but yeah ripped harry potter as weird owl uh, i am all for it they don't have a release date yet uh all we do know it's going to be fall of 2022, and it's going to be streaming exclusively on Roku. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully,
2: uh, Conan the Librarian shows up in the after credits.
0: (laughs) Deep cut. All right. Okay. So the second trailer is one that – another movie that the first one came out a super long time ago. But here we are with a, a teaser for part two, Avatar, The Way of Water. Which is a dumb title, but uh, we finally got our first footage of Avatar. It was uh, shown exclusively in front of Doctor Strange this weekend, opening weekend. But uh, yeah, Avatar 2 is coming this year. Joey, what did you think of the teaser for Avatar Um, 2? So I've I've been on record. I'm huge James Cameron
2: Stan. He's my favorite director of all time. Uh, I pretty much watch anything he puts out. We saw this trailer in IMAX, like true IMAX uh, opening night for Doctor Strange, and you know I gotta tell you guys, I, I wasn't that impressed. Wow, really? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. I, I had already watched the trailer in potato vision because <laughs> it, it leaked on online. Like it literally, looked like somebody filmed it with a like 1999 BlackBerry. Of course. But, <laughs> How do you how do you have the capacity to work on the visual effects for a movie like this or and you know you're that like technically sound that you're like I can I can render Navi in like real time on my computer but when it's time to film things. I'm getting out that little Fisher Price camera that you (laughs)
0: fucking (laughs) turned the game. I got it. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you doing?
2: So anyway, I I had seen it early, so I kind of had an idea what I was getting into, but obviously I wanted to see it on the big screen. Um obviously it looked, it just it looks like Avatar. Like there was nothing that jumped out at me and like said, Oh my god, like Avatar's back. Like my big excitement for all these movies has nothing to do with the Avatar saga. It's all about whatever crazy mo- like um, tech advancements and, like mocap stuff he's bringing to the table. And I know he's got this crazy underwater mocap thing they did to um, film the movie. I know like Sigourney Weaver had to learn how to hold her breath up to nine minutes Jesus. to film the movie. So like that's exciting and I wanted to see that. I wanted it to blow me away. And it, it just didn't blow me away. It was just looked like more Avatar. Like, there, there was nothing. You, if you told me that footage came from the first movie, I would have been like, oh, okay. Like, right. Like, I, I think it's a severe misunderstanding of, the, of what people are excited about for Avatar. I'm sure there are people that are super interested in the continuing story of Jake and the tree. But <laughs> I, that's not me. And afterwards, uh, I asked both my kids, like, do you want to see that? And Janine just laughed and said no. Wow. Um, Colin's like, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. It's like I, I don't know what Avatar is. It Didn't look cool, and there's just stupid blue people walking around. <laughs> wow, that was it's kind of scary. I might actually be having to go see that by myself. So I'm still gonna go see it. Obviously, we're gonna do it on the podcast. But for me, like,
0: it just didn't do anything for me, man. All right, all right, Aubrey. What about you? How did you feel about this teaser?
3: Um, they actually didn't show it before Doctor Strange in my theater. What? You know, what? Which is fine. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, They didn't show anything before the movie, honestly. And it was fine by me because I don't give a shit anyway because I did not like the first one. I thought it was overrated. Mm. And this one just looks like it's going to be stupid, too. So I really don't give a shit.
0: Wow. All right. All right. Um, I... I agree with you, Joey. It does look like the first one, but the footage looks like it came directly from the first movie. But, you know, that, what do you expect? It's, it's same director, same world. It's going to...
3: Same blue people.
0: Right. They're going to bring you back to where you were before. I thought it looked... It, it didn't blow me away, but I thought visually, like, the effects are amazing. Amazing. Uh, you know, it's probably some of the most realistic CGI effects uh, I've ever seen in, in a in a movie so far. Because it doesn't look like... Like, you can see when stuff is, like, rendered poorly or mm-hmm. stuff has that CG look. Like, you can tell it's not real. Everything in that trailer looks real. Like, it looks like it's really there. Um, there's a scene of a creature, like, coming out of the water and then uh, the Navi that was riding it stands on its back and pulls out a gun. I'm like, holy shit, that looks pretty dope. So, yeah, you know, it does look like more of the same, but I like the first movie. So, I'm hoping that we haven't gotten, like, the the cool cool James Cameron epic stuff this is just kind of like hey guys you remember avatar from <laughs> however long ago that was uh it's there's back. another one yeah, right it's back and there's more of it uh more Jake Sully uh, to That's get you great. excited so um yeah i don't know i think i think it's going to be cool never never bet against
3: I think james cameron it's gotta be at least like 10 years old
0: 2009 jesus
2: so over 10 years old yeah <laughs> um
3: yeah, and then is a long ass time to wait to make a second one Fuck that movie already.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will agree with you, Mark. Never, ever bet against James Cameron. And they're going to re-release the first one in September. And maybe I'll take my son to go see that in
0: the theater. Yeah, there you <laughs> that, go. You could kind of change his mind about
2: wanting to go see the second one. Or, but.
0: <laughs> or you can just unwrap your Blu-ray that you bought. <laughs> I <laughs> have unwrapped the Blu-ray. The special features are fantastic. There you go. Just throw the Blu-ray in. Let him watch that and take him to the theaters. It's,
2: I've tried watching just the movie. Yeah. And it, I, I just I can't do it, man. <laughs> it's just <laughs> The experience of seeing it in the theater with the 3D and everything right. was great watching it just as a straight movie at home i have not been able to do it yet it's a lot of effort to get up and get the blu-ray and then put it in the ps4 so why am i going to watch something i don't really want to (laughs) watch all right the special features are fantastic Uh, and i will agree with you mark the special effects are insane and that was in 2009 um, because you can hit the button and it'll take away all the cg in the scene it's fucking amazing but there's got to be a good movie behind it as well there's got to be something there even a Uh, The first Avatar is probably like a C. It's like a two and a half out of five movie with like 100 out of five special (laughs) effects. Yes. If we could just do that again, we'll be fine. China loves it.
0: Remember back in 2010, 2011 when all of the movies that came out were in 3D? And now it's only like the occasional Marvel movie that's in 3D? So (laughs) James Cameron's lucky that that technology still exists in 2022. I can't even remember the last time I went to a 3D movie. Uh, I went to go see... I saw
3: I, Spider-Man in 3D.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that. I think the last mm-hmm. one I saw was probably the last Spider-Man movie. What? No Way Home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah,
2: you guys saw it in 3D? Yes. Yep. Because they are out of control. The uh, last thing I saw in 3D <laughs> was uh, The Force Awakens. I saw in 3D Laser IMAX. Oh, Jesus. That <laughs> <laughs> was expensive as fuck. That was... At the time, that had been picked as one of the best seven theaters in the world to see Force Awakens at. And it was out near Boston, so we went and saw it there. But, yeah, geez, I can't remember before that the last time I actively made the effort to go see 3D instead of 2D. Wow. Yeah,
3: see 3D, so it really doesn't matter to me. But I <laughs> bought the tickets for Noah, so. Well, there you go. That was the experience, yeah. yeah, yeah. If great. I bought 3D tickets for myself, it I can't even remember the last time. It was probably an accident.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I oh, love
3: because they were the only tickets available.
0: I remember that story, Aubrey. You you got the tickets cuz um that, that was the only that was the only showtime that was available for you guys when you went to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um I loved that last Spider-Man movie so much. I wanted to see it in every version possible. Oh so god. If they had released a Logan black and white version of it, I would have <laughs> went to go see that too.
2: You know, watch it on real to real 8mm at home. <laughs> if you're Nicolas
0: Cage. If there's a a Shailene Woodley MJ cut version of it. I would have <laughs> yeah. went to go see that too. <laughs> I love that movie. All right. Okay. So uh, Avatar 2 hits theaters December 16th, 2022. So we will 100% be doing that on the show. <laughs> and then the last trailer, this one is a small independent movie, uh, again, a sequel called The House in Between. Uh, and part one came out back in 2020. It's a uh, a movie that's actually co-directed by a friend of the show, Steve Gonzalez from Ghost Hunters. Uh, he made a, a documentary about a particular house that's in, I want to say it's Florence, Mississippi, uh, that had some weird paranormal events that happened in it. Uh, the movie's pretty good. Uh, then, then this week he dropped the teaser for part two and, uh, I thought it was going to be, Oh, a new house, a new family. No, they're going back to the same house. More shit is going on in that house. So, uh, yeah, that one is coming out. Uh, I want to say next month, what did you guys think of the house in between two? Let's go back to Aubrey.
3: So when I first watched it, I was like, there's a part two. I've never even seen part one. I didn't even know part one existed. It's like, what the fuck is this? But then I saw it had my man Steve in it. I was like, wait a minute, i got to watch part one. So I'm on the hunt for part one.
0: Well, it will be easy to find. Stay tuned. Aubrey was like, I'm about to get in between these houses. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joey, what about you, man? How would you feel about the teaser?
2: Uh, It looked cool to me. I have not seen the first one either, but I will definitely go check it out wherever I can find it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we love Steve and... Uh, We've loved Ghost Hunters at my house for a long time, back to when my daughter
0: was very young and we used to watch it together. So uh, I'm always down for more and ready to check it out. All right. Awesome. Yeah, I think it looks cool. Like I said, I can't believe they are going back to the the same house. So we're going to get uh, a little bit more in-depth investigation of what is going on in that fucking house. So, yeah, I'm psyched to see that. Uh, It looks like the release date is tentatively June 21st. So uh, next month. Uh, we will be streaming, and then I'm sure eventually to be out on on a uh, Blu-ray and DVD. And that's it. That's all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have our review, <laughs> Doctor Strange in the
2: Multiverse of Madness.
1: What does hope mean to you? Hello, everyone. My name is Nick, and I am the host of the annual live stream for the Cure, a charity live stream event to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute which researches immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. Their mission, one that I believe in very, very strongly, is a future immune to cancer. And this year, for the sixth annual live stream for The Cure, I want to emphasize more than anything, hope. Over the past five years, myself and amazing creators and partners from around the world have raised over $50,000 for this amazing cause, and this year we're looking to add another $20,000 to that total. Please join me May 19th starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content over the next three days as I'm once again joined by amazing creators from around the world to help fight for hope. Learn more or make an early donation today at Livestreamforthecure.com. This summer, Plastic City Comic-Con is back and better than ever. Meet some of your favorite comic artists, writers, and crafters, and visit over 150 vendors of comics, toys, cards, anime, and video games from all over New England and beyond. Saturday, July 16th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Wallace Civic Center in Fitchburg, Mass. Admission is only $10. And as always, kids 12 and under are free. Visit us at PlasticCityComicCon.com for more information, and we'll see you at Plastic City. And we are back. All right,
2: guys, it's time for the next movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the much anticipated Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We all had a chance to check it out. We're going to start with our non-spoiler impressions, as always, and that'll let you know what we thought if you haven't seen it yet. And then you can bounce because Mark will play the drop telling you it's time to leave if you don't want to be spoiled. And then we'll keep talking a little bit more in depth. But to get started, Aubrey Litchfield, what is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness all about?
3: Um, it's about Doctor Strange and a bunch of different multiverses. <laughs> she's,
2: she's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's technically right. I thought you. Were <laughs> Doctor Strange is a huge Mean Girls fan, and. Um, Anyway, all right, so we're going to get started our non-spoiler impression. We all had a chance to check it out. Marcellus Reagans, what did you think of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness?
0: All right, so I actually saw this twice. Oh, God, dedication. Yeah, I want to make sure that I had a nice, clear take on it. The first time I saw it, it's a lot of story. Like, it's a lot more complex than I thought it would be, especially for an MCU movie. Uh, but once I kind of got how the story was supposed to be playing out, uh, the second time I saw it, I thought it was fantastic. I loved, surprisingly loved this movie. All right. Aubrey Litchfield.
3: Um, I I did enjoy this movie and I enjoyed that the trailers gave everybody a different idea of what this movie is actually about. And I was surprised at how, graphic this was
2: did you take noah to see it
3: no i almost did oh god and then so i saw it with my friend and i was like "Phew, that was a good thing i didn't bring him to this theater maybe we'll watch it at home
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so is, is that a good or bad are you, you good or bad on it
3: no it, it was good it was good it's very different from marvel it, like it's very dr strange very <laughs> different from marvel
2: All right. Well, I got to tell you guys, I absolutely loved this. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Were you really not expecting that? Yeah, really.
3: really. (laughs) I was, because Wanda's in it most of the time.
2: I was going to go to uh, a showing early in the day by myself for all the Wanda scenes. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I, I absolutely loved this movie, and... I really liked it when I left the theater and then over the course of the next few days, as I've been thinking about it more, I like it more and more and more the more I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get into it and when we get into spoilers. This is a hard movie to talk about without spoiling. But, yeah, man, it, it's great. Uh, there is a lot of Sam Raimi in this, especially if you're a fan of Evil Dead and his other work in, in the Spider-Man movies. Like, you're seeing Sam Raimi out on screen. Anyone that was worried, especially with him replacing the other director. After pre-production coming in and just directing like a bland, like Captain Marvel type movie. And that's not to dish it on Captain Marvel because I do like that movie. But man, anybody under the sun could have walked in off the street and directed. <laughs> uh, Mark, what are the name of the directors without looking it up? What are the name of the directors of Captain Marvel?
0: Uh, it's uh, uh, that dude and that chick. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know her name. Girl, yeah. Like, like they,
2: they, they, no, nothing. There's no like flair on that at all. They literally pointed the camera straight ahead, turned to Kevin Feige and was like, "Is that okay, Mister Feige?" <laughs> <laughs> and then filmed like there's nothing there. This is Sam Raimi all over it. Um, and I loved it. And and like I said, the more I think about it, the more I like it. So I am a huge thumbs up, and not just because I'm a Wanda stan. So. <laughs> But that is our non-spoiler impression. So it sounds like at the very least, we're telling you it's good. So maybe you should check it out. If you haven't, the rest of you stick around. We're going to drop the drop and we're going to spoil Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
1: What <laughs> oh, clear spoiler? This nah, is spoiler? You will die alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off, as always, with things that we liked. Marcellus Reagans, let's get some things you liked about the
0: movie. I love the way the movie started, like right from the jump. Like the very first scene of the movie is a chase scene. It just puts you right in the middle of it. So that I thought was really cool. And they introduced the MacGuffin of the movie right away. We need to get to this magic book to stop this creature. So, you know, once the once the roller coaster starts at a high, I'm like, all right, I'm down for this. Uh, I thought... The performances by everybody was amazing. I loved Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought he was fantastic as Doctor Strange. Uh what's her name? Uh Sochi Gomez as America Chavez. She was fantastic. She was fantastic. She has that ability kind of like the girl in The Last Scream movie that you know when she's in danger I like legit feel sorry for her. Like I don't want anything <laughs> to happen to her. Uh so she was fantastic. I thought her little witty back and forth with Dr. Strange was really good. I liked, again, the story is really big. I liked that it's it's a really big, fat story. I thought from the opening scene, when they introduced that magic book, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a very simple story. Something's after this girl, they have to get the book, save the universe, blah, blah, blah. And every twist that came about with the story, I'm like, oh, this is is interesting. This is interesting. So I like that it's a complex story that's in there. Um, and I like that it felt like a comic book movie after the Eternals. I'm like, whoa. And, and, you know, not the shit on the Batman, but yeah, after the Batman, it's nice to sit down and watch an enjoyable, fun comic book, comic booky movie. When he jumped off the balcony and, you know, put his cape on and flew down to the street to fight the monster, I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I want out of a Doctor Strange movie. Um, so yeah, I thought the, Story was good. I thought it worked as a comic book movie. And I loved the fact that, as you said, Joey, it's Sam Raimi's fingerprints all over this movie. Like, there is no way you can, if you're a Sam Raimi fan, there's no way you can look at this stuff and not catch what he's doing. So, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a really good time watching it. Awesome. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, how about you?
3: Um, I really enjoyed that the trailers made it seem as though it was going to be a completely different movie. Yeah, huh. I was in the, under the impression that he opened up the multiverse, Wanda had to help him like figure out how to close it and everything. And then it just like shit all over that idea. And I liked the level of gore that was in it. And it was very and like Wanda, holy fuck dude. <laughs> when she snapped Xavier's neck. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Fucked up. I loved the scene with the Illuminati. That was fucking amazing. Everybody screamed for John Krasinski and Xavier. That was fucking awesome. I'm hoping that they do more with that. Especially because I I love X-Men so much. And I would love to see them do that, right? It was very intricate. uh, And that was... I think one of the takeaways from the first doctor strange movie that I, that I find the doctor strange movies are much more involved than the other MCU movies. Um, they require a much more, a different level of thinking almost because they're, they're kind of psychedelic in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. and I do enjoy that piece of it, even though I hate Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, (laughs) I was surprised to see America Chavez in the movie as much as she was, because that I don't think came across in any of the trailers that I saw. Um, Maybe I missed it, which is quite possible. But um, I thought that she wasn't coming until like the new Miss Marvel movie. So that was really surprising that she was like a huge piece of it. And yeah, it was just it was it was very interesting. And there is a lot to it. All right.
2: Well, uh, for me, what did I like about this movie? Uh, you guys are right. Uh, performances, fantastic. I thought Elizabeth Olsen uh, is uh, Oscar worthy
0: in this movie. I uh, wouldn't go
2: that far. <laughs> she's she's uh, winning the Oscar of my heart. <laughs> I don't
3: know. There's quite a few articles about how she stole the show for that movie.
2: She definitely did. Um, and that's not just because I love her, but the movie, she was awesome in this. She was awesome in this. Um, even just the beginning scene where he's talking to her in the cherry blossoms and she accidentally (laughs) reveals that she's the villain of the whole movie uh it's just fantastic man it was so good um the whole part where she storms the illuminati base in the other wanda's mom body that was fantastic oh my god dude she's covered in blood just fucking attacking people oh my god it was good so good and um I love Dr. Strange and it, um, you know, he's really grown on me as a character. I'm not going to say his first movie was really my favorite MCU. It's probably in that middle range, but, um, ever since they've done him really good in, uh, the two Avengers films and Spider-Man and now this. So, I mean, he's up there character wise, like just people love this guy. Um, I liked America Chavez in this a lot. I'm always happy to see young Avengers characters as we slowly build towards that. Um, Sadly for that character, um, she was in the worst <laughs> comic book of all, if not all time, One close to it um, in the last few years. Her solo title from Marvel was some of the worst comics ever printed, but they were thankfully able to pull her back, uh, get her into this film, and she was great. I loved the battle with the Gargantos or whatever that was, that uh, Cyclops yeah. octopus thing. That was fantastic. I really liked the Illuminati stuff. I mean, uh, the the big thing for me, though, and I, I kind of hinted at it in the non-spoiler part, is it was the Sam Raimi flourishes. I mean, even just at the beginning, I mentioned this to you the other day, Mark, when we were hanging out, um, when they're standing on the building tops and, like, talking to each other, it looked like Spider-Man too. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It had that Spider-Man or Sam Raimi vibe and then so much stuff happening with Wanda that and, um, just brought you right back to Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, just even just the way the camera angles were, stuff where like be like a close up of her eyes with the other two people and the other sides of the screen, yep. <laughs> like yep. all that kind of stuff. Just so much Ramyisms that it was like, it was really endearing, especially as a fan of his past movies. It was very endearing, and I loved how horror it went too between um the zombie Doctor Strange at the end when Wanda was she came crawling out of that gong. I think it was a gong.
0: Yeah, right. That shit's fucking
2: creepy. Dude, that shit was awesome. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. They did such a good job of... It was pretty scary, but not super scary. You know, it's been a while since we've had a quote-unquote family movie that was willing to go a little to the, to the edge. Not that this is like fucking like Human or, or a human, yeah, human centipede, or something, you know. But uh, it was willing to go a little further to the edge, a little edgier than than your common MCU movie. So, and like I agree with you, Mark, especially after Eternals, which just felt like a boring slog. Uh, not only did this have you on your edge of your seat for the whole movie, but it also started laying seeds finally for uh, future storylines. So, yeah, man, uh, for me the the performances, uh, I was surprised that they really tied back to the first dr strange movie so much i mean we haven't seen christine palmer six years yeah exactly <laughs> so um you know thankfully we're huge nerds but I-, I could imagine if you hadn't watched it in a while or really kept up on it that might have been a little confusing they, they did a good job at like bringing her right back but they gave her stuff to do later on too right. which was nice yep um but yeah, man, and uh, God, of course, she's still got it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in every universe. She's got it. <laughs> every universe. She's still got it, man. Oh, man, she's hot. <sighs> anyway, um, who would have thought when they made Mean Girls that she'd be the one that turned out to be the big star? <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's a great performance by her in the movie, but, you know, every that was supposed to be Lindsay Lohan's thing. <laughs> hey, Lindsay had her shot. She had her moment. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, uh, yeah, just performances, fantastic. Uh, the is fantastic. Of course, I'm a huge Wanda stand, so anything that involved her for half the movie was going to be good. I loved how they beat her at the end. I loved how they defeated her at the end. I thought that was fucking fantastic because they weren't going to beat her um physically, they weren't going to beat her up. So, right. you know. And I also liked uh, zombie Doctor Strange giving uh, America Chavez a pep talk while barely being able to move his (laughs) mouth. Uh, (laughs) That was great. So, uh, Again, we're gushing, but there's got to be things we didn't like. So Marcellus Reagans, was there anything you didn't like about the movie?
0: Uh, Just a couple of things. You know, one of the things about Doctor Strange part one was uh, Mordo uh, at the end where he's like, Bill comes due. The bill always comes to you. and his the way that I understood it was that he's about to wipe out all of the sorcerers right? in a post credit scene. So I waited six years to see what the next move is and they don't even mention it. <laughs> like he comes back but he's in an alternate version. Of, he's like a, the Lando Carisian version now. So I'm like, ah. that's because he was the
2: main MCU. Mordo was supposed to get killed by Wanda in the opening credits.
1: Oh,
0: now that would have been cool. And that got cut. <laughs> all right. All right. So, at least they thought of it. It would have been nice to get a little bit more of that story in this one.
2: But we get to, he gets to, you know, come back a different day then. so Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, you know, again, I've been waiting for that.
3: He gets to come back in the director's cut.
0: <laughs> if they release the uh, Mordo version in the theaters, I'm going to go see it in 3D. Um, so, I also thought that when they introduced America's powers, or when they introduced her backstory – which I thought was super cheesy. They happen to be walking on the street <laughs> and they step on a thing and it happens to tell your memories, like super exposition where that anyone can see. We live in a, we are in a universe where you have to pay for food, but if you want to access your memories, all you have to do is just stand on this disc and everyone can see what's going on. Like whatever. But anyway, they show her parents like disappearing and I'm like, oh man. So I guess, you know, in any Disney Pixar movie, she's going to save her parents at the end of the movie. So I was waiting for that to happen. Didn't happen. I don't care if that happens in the next story. I wanted it to happen in this one. Her
2: parents need to be easily edited out for Chinese release. Mark, I'm sorry. Oh
0: my god, is that what it was? No,
2: that's not. What it was. I don't know if that's what it was, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the track record speaks for itself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like Jungle Cruise, where that guy comes out as gay to the rock in a scene that can be completely cut out of the movie without affecting the storyline in any way, shape, or form.
0: <laughs> right. Yep. So then at the end of WandaVision, Wanda has the Darkhold book mm-hmm. and, you know, she's floating and she hears her kids crying out for help. So I'm thinking she's like, oh, my kids are in another universe. I'm going to go save them or I'm going to go be with them. I did not think that she was just going to go and take over some other Wanda's kids. Like that seemed like a, a thin, that seemed like a big jump in a character to me. Because, I, you know, if she was doing all of this to save her kids, yes. But they ask her in a movie so, what happens when you go to another universe? Like, what are you going to do with that, Wanda? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> And maybe you should think about that before you
3: destroy the fucking universe. She's mentally unhinged at the moment.
0: I mean, she
2: was possessed by a demonic book, Mark. I'm not really sure what you wanted at that point.
0: <laughs> I wanted an answer. I want the truth. Damn it. Uh, and then there is one scene that, you know, it's a cute little nod to Danny Elfman, but the musical note sequence, great idea. It went on way too long. Way too long. I get what they were doing, and I like the concept. They could have trimmed that down by half, and I would have been fine. Uh, and that's it. That's all I didn't like. Okay. Okay. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, the queen of all nerds. What did you not like about the movie?
3: I do agree that scene did go on too long. Um, I did like it. I thought it was really interesting, um, but it did go on too long. I I can't say that there's much like that I absolutely hated about it. I... I do yeah and I can't say there's much I hated about it. I just don't I guess I'm just not that huge of a Doctor Strange fan, so it's just not super exciting for me, but I can't say I hated anything so much that it pissed me off.
0: Okay.
3: I don't know. It just was eh because it's right. Doctor Strange. All right.
2: All right. Um I did forget in the things I liked, one of my favorite scenes in the whole fucking movie is <laughs> when um uh, evil Wanda takes over other universe Wanda. She stumbles into the kitchen, and she's like, oh. But then she stands, sits up straight all of a sudden, and then she looks at the camera.
0: That's <laughs> just like, oh, this is so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> so fucking Sam
2: Rainey shit. This is so awesome. I loved it. Anyway, um, things I didn't like. There wasn't much I didn't like about the movie, to be honest with you. Um, I would like to get some more America Chavez. I agree with Mark. I would like to see her fleshed out a little bit more. Um, it felt like it, like you said, Mark, it hit the ground running and it never let up to the point where maybe we needed like 10 minutes in between the intro and (laughs) Wanda revealing she's evil. Um, just to kind of hash out a little bit, like this is what I've been doing or this is what's going on or or, or anything (laughs) besides fuck you. I'm evil. I'm going to go kill everybody. (laughs) I didn't mind it, but. I thought we were going to get some more renta. Um, he really was just a big green ox walking around in the background. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, he didn't die,
0: though, right? He, he survived to the end, didn't uh, he? Yeah, most of the people survived. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure about that, dude. <laughs> there was a lot of death, but I didn't. I
2: don't remember seeing him at the end, but I wasn't really looking.
3: Oh, he was in the end.
2: Oh, was he? Okay, good.
3: And, I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah.
2: Uh, I liked the musical note scene. I didn't really have a problem with that. I was kind of hoping for more cameos but I'm not mad that there weren't any more cameos if that makes sense like I think the original impression was just going to be a lot more tripping through multiverses and meeting like Jennifer Garner Electra or something Oh (laughs) God! but you know
3: what I mean like it would have been awesome if they had those cameos
2: right like muffled effinescence starts playing in the background (laughs) and then um, we're all training fighting sandbags listening to rap metal but um I feel like that was the, that was the marketing more than it was the movie. Cause I'm not upset about it after watching the movie in theory. Cause I liked it. I liked it as a whole. Um, it just felt like maybe they had kind of promised like, Oh, Tom Cruise is Iron Man's going to be in this. and uh, I would have been
3: fucking Pissed.
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> my negatives. Batman and Robin and, uh, fucking, you know, <laughs> Adam West, like everybody's going to be in this fucking movie. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh man, it's going to be crazy cameo fest. And that's not really what it was. But I don't know how they could have marketed this without spoiling the entire movie any other way. So uh, that's more of a nitpick than anything. I don't really have much that I disliked about the movie. But I got to ask you guys some questions. So cameos. We did get cameos. We got the Illuminati. Markels Regans. what did you think of these cameos in the movie? What did you well, think of this whole thing with the Illuminati?
0: Actually, I, I'm glad you said that. Um, You know, you might have gotten the impression that there was going to be a bunch of cameos in this movie. But I think they poured all of their cameo credentials or whatever into that one scene, I thought that worked perfectly. I wouldn't I'm glad that there wasn't more cameos spread out. I think concentrating them in that one building in that one scene or a couple of scenes, I thought that worked perfectly. Uh yeah, I had no idea fucking John Krasinski was in this movie. Thank God. I know that I'm sure that leaked, but thank God I didn't come across it. Everyone knew Patrick Stewart was in it. Everyone knew that Captain Carter was in it. Uh, the trailers kind of showed that Captain Marvel was in it. Um, but the John Krasinski of it all that I, like, literally
3: amazing
0: yelled out loud, holy shit, <laughs> like, completely unironically. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Uh, I feel bad for the guy from the other Fantastic Four movies because, you know, he could have used a break. That would have been nice to have him in there. He was rumored to be
2: in this movie up until uh, stuff leaked from pr- screenings. Um, he was rumored to be Fanta- Mr. Fantastic in this. That so would have been
0: to- – fucking amazing i mean no nothing against krasinski but jesus that would have been fucking awesome uh shout out to black bolt getting the second bite at the apple it's <laughs> like hey remember that shitty tv show we had you on yeah come on back for for a quick one um so yeah i like the cameos i thought they were great
2: now mark let me ask you this i mentioned last week because i already knew um <laughs> that the fantastic four movies looking for a director
0: hmm yeah, I heard someone else saying that too. Uh, I don't know that it feels like the whole Ben Affleck directing Batman thing again. You know, there's two different hats that you have to wear. I'm not sure. Like John Krasinski has proven himself to be a good commercial director. Those Quiet Place movies are not like super deep; they're very commercialized. So, yeah, he can do that, but I don't know, man. Starring and directing a big MCU movie, I think that might be a little too much for for him. It, it might be, but it might have been the only way to get
2: him and his wife to come star in the movie either. So. They don't fucking need them. I mean, the internet's the one that wanted it. <laughs> well, we got it. So We got that. We got the Snyder Cut. Aubrey, what do you think of these cameos?
3: I was super excited. If John Krasinski plays Reed Richards in the new Fantastic Four movie, I will stop shitting all over it. Wow. I will stop shitting all over the idea of it. I will shut my damn mouth until I see the movie. I was so excited to see him as Reed Richards, and then to see Patrick Stewart. I love him, love him so much. And when I saw uh, Captain Carter, I was like, "Oh man, Joey's gonna have such a hard time <laughs> in this movie <laughs> between Wanda and Captain Carter." <laughs> um, Black was Super excited to see Black Bowl. Um, I feel like. That character had a shitty run at it with <laughs> this show. I wish that there was a little bit more multiverses that showed different characters, but that's really just me being greedy. All right. All right.
2: Uh, I agree with this. Uh, anytime we can see Haley Atwell is good with me, so I'm not complaining whatsoever. <laughs> Even when she gets chopped in half by her own shield. Um
3: that was fucking sick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, We'll get into that in a second. Uh, I did. I did love um, seeing Professor X. I'm sure you did, Aubrey, in the yellow fucking
3: hover chair. Yes, that was amazing. I actually told one of my friends. They asked me before they went. They said, "What if I have to pee? When should I have to pee?" And I was like, "Honestly, you could probably go in any time." And I was like, "But don't go during this whole universe." And then they fucking went.
2: <laughs>
3: they like changed theaters. Didn't. And like they went separately from me, but they they changed theaters because somebody was talking and they're like, oh, I heard I missed uh, something with Professor X. I was like, Dude, I fucking <laughs> told you not to leave during this. Scene. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus.
2: Yeah. Um, it, not only did he have the yellow hover chair, Aubrey, when he came on screen, they played an orchestral version of the animated series theme. And when he used his powers, it had the fucking lines.
3: That's amazing.
2: Uh, that was am- that was fucking fantastic. And of course, uh, you know, Reed Richards, ah, it's really going to happen, guys. We're going to get a real Fantastic Four on screen and it's not going to suck ass. So, you know, that was great. But what did you think of them dying? Mark, <laughs> what you think of
0: the way they all died? That was fucking awesome, dude. I loved it. It's like, yeah, grand opening, grand closing. Welcome to the MCU, John Krasinski. Now you're spaghetti. Get the fuck out of here. And in- your head got imploded. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I think Black Bolt got the uh, the worst of them all though. Uh, <laughs> what mouth? <laughs> Aubrey.
3: Fucking sick. It was like I, my mind was blown at how amazing that whole thing was.
2: Yeah, I'm on the same page. I thought it was great. I couldn't believe they killed them all. I didn't expect them to all get killed, but I thought it was awesome. I love the way Wanda killed Professor X. I know you uh, mentioned that earlier, Aubrey. That was great. It was kind of scary, too. I loved Captain Carter telling her she could do this all day and then getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Such great callbacks. Um, It was just a great scene, man. They did a really good job. Um, So moving along, we got an after credits scene marcellus reagan's what did you think of the after credit scene
0: uh i'm only gonna talk about the one because the other one was just a joke which is funny. right 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 uh i didn't know what the fuck was going on <laughs> i was like uh okay now i get to be now i get to be where everyone else who didn't read comic books are right now because like when it happened i have friends that like you know watch that scene and then message me mark what does this mean and i'm like i have no idea <laughs> Now, this is the time for the true comic book nerds to step to the spotlight and answer these questions. So, uh, yeah, I I just thought it was weird, like a Fast and a Furious uh, tag scene. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. All right, Aubrey, what about you?
3: I thought it was a different universe, uh, Hella. at first. I did not realize how similar... Those two look until that scene. Ah.
1: It's
3: like, the fuck is multiverse hella doing here taking oh, Doctor geez. Strange?
2: <laughs> she got out of the cage in uh, Fast Nine. I know. <laughs> the, isn't that the same cage they had uh, America Chavez in? <laughs> it looks like it. it's not about family, especially when your moms are lesbians <laughs> and you have to release the movie in China. It's definitely not about family. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty excited. Uh, Clea, that was uh, Charlie Theron as Clea, who eventually becomes Doctor Strange's uh, lover and wife. Oh, uh, the dread Dormammu's uh, niece. Okay. So you
0: remember Dormammu from the first movie? Yeah, it looked like when she cut open the universe, it, that looked like where Dormammu was uh, hanging at. It looked like his world. Yeah.
2: yeah, so she's taking him to the dark dimension to do something. Yeah, I don't know what it's setting up, but at least it was interesting and something different. So unfortunately um, for both you guys, it does kind of invoke that meme where people will s- have said multiple times. But multiple people send me this meme that Marvel fans will sit th- through 25 minutes of credits for someone to show up and be like, I'm Blorpo and then disappear. And you have no <laughs> idea what the fuck they were talking about or what's happening. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is uh, Dr. Strange's future wife. So. I don't know no, that's, no, no. that's going to happen in the in the, the movies, but
0: you know that's what's setting up at least
2: well, them having another adventure. So.
0: Based on how they paid off the mortar uh, Mortal line from the first movie, I'm not expecting anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, plans change.
2: You know, <laughs> who knows? He could be back in uh, something else. Mordo will return in I don't know. There you some go, other movie. Ant Man, Quantumanium. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. So it seems like we got some setup finally for phase four. Did you guys uh, pick up any of these uh, lines
0: and set up for things coming along? Nope.
3: Picked up Young Avengers. I did not yep. pick up Gleon. I thought it was hella. No,
0: I'm still, I, I still want some kind of official we're doing Young Avengers moment. Because I, I know, we all know it's coming. I just want someone to right. be like, this is where, this is where it starts. That's what, it's all right. I want. Right. And I mean, it really set up for the Children's Crusade storyline,
2: which uh, and I don't know how they're going to do that. And they always take the storylines from the comics and kind of twist them a little bit to fit the MCU and change things. But right. in that storyline, Wanda has disappeared. Um, her two sons have grown up. They're teenagers, obviously, they their teenage superhero group. They're young Avengers, Wiccan and speed. Um, one of them has chaos magic power. One of them has speed powers like Quicksilver. And they decide they're going to go find their mom. Um And it kind of just hijinks ensue from there. Um, So we've got that set up. She disappeared at the end of the movie. Uh, she's not dead. We didn't see a body and a doctor didn't come out and, come, you know, <laughs> announce her dead. So she's still alive. And, uh, I feel like they you know, set getting, that up
3: too with the last book disappearing after she disappears.
0: Right. Yeah. And there was, so they're, like, they're, there was like a little red explosion, like after the building was collapsing on her, right yeah. as the, the last piece of the building was falling, there was like a little red explosion. Like she bamfed out of there or something.
2: I'm sure she did. So I know she's coming back. She's one of the most popular characters in the whole fucking universe at this point. So she's definitely coming back. Um And that's going to be a cool storyline. I just don't know how they're going to get there. Because right now, her kids, one, don't exist in the main MCU. <laughs> and two, in the other universes, they're like 10. Right. So I, I don't know if they're going to age them up, what they're going to do. Uh, my main concern with Young Avengers, honestly, is that they... Fucked Patriot story over. Like he hasn't done anything. We don't even know him. He's literally just some guy that answered the door a couple
0: times in Falcon Winter Soldier. So that's okay. We've we've had this discussion before, dude. We're going to need one character that's going to be the the eyes and the ears of the audience to get involved into this. Uh, you know, so we already have all of our We need a black kids. character. <laughs> that that too. But we also need like the that fucking dude from Mortal Kombat that wasn't in the games. But that oh, no. everyone like brought in how so that dare they, you, <laughs> so that they can explain you. how the world works. That's going to be him. One of my favorite
2: modern era comic book characters is Patriot and Marks. Like, yeah, he's just like that guy in the shitty Mortal Kombat.
0: I mean, character wise. I mean, you know, story writing wise, not not as a character.
2: Well, hopefully, eventually he'll do more than opening the screen door at his grandfather's <laughs> house. So. Um. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we've got a lot of the pieces are on the board. We got Kate Bishop. We got America Chavez. We got the two uh, twins. We have Kid Loki. Yep. We have uh, Ant-Man's daughter, who was recast. Ant-Man's daughter will be Stature. Um, In theory, we have Kang, so we could have Iron Lad.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. We've
2: got a messed up vision. We've got a lot of pieces moving into place. Um, The other one, I don't know if you guys picked this up, was the mention of Incursions.
0: yes. Did you read Secret Wars, Markellis? No. This was the first time I've ever heard the phrase incursions. Aubrey?
3: I have Secret Wars. I just haven't finished it.
2: (laughs) I'm sure it'll be adapted for the screen. But, I mean, that's what causes the Illuminati to form, is to try to stop these incursions from happening. Um, And bad things happen, bro. (laughs) That eventually sets up the next huge event, which would be Secret Wars. So I'm hoping that's what we're heading towards. But... Who knows, at least for the first time in a long time, I am looking forward to the future of the MCU and thinking like, oh, this is cool stuff that could happen. Oh, this is cool stuff that could adapt instead of instead of being like, what the hell just happened at the end of Eternals? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to get a score, guys. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. What do you got for Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness? Aubrey Litchfield
3: going to give it a uh, four and a half.
2: Ooh, excellent.
3: It wasn't like my favorite movie of all time, like Ragnarok level excitement, but it was really fun to watch.
0: Awesome. All right, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I had a lot of fun watching it, but there is some storytelling elements that uh, kind of drops the score down a bit for me. Okay. All right.
2: I am going to be at a four and a half out of five. Uh, I was felt like I was a four coming out of the movie. Um, And now sitting here talking about it and thinking about it in retrospect, there's a lot that I loved about this movie. And especially as an old school Sam Raimi fan, it's hard to not just fall in love with a lot of it. And uh, plus Wanda is so hot. So please come to my house without shoes on and bleeding out of your forehead. Um, <laughs> four and a half out of five. So that's it. That's our review of Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Let us know what you thought. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Hit us up on social media. Slide into those DMs. We're more than happy to talk to you. But now we're going to wrap it up. Before we tap it up, we're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got?
1: Uh,
3: I can't say too much of what I would recommend, honestly. I don't. Uh, there is a show on Netflix that I started watching, and then Noah walked in and decided that I am not allowed to watch anything ever, um, <laughs> even though it was the first time I turned on the TV in forever, called the Pentaverate. Oh, the
0: Mike and Myers. Is, the Mike Myers thing, right?
3: Well, yes, yes. Um, I had just started it, so I can't say it's amazing or anything like that. It was just kind of Mike Myers weirdness, uh, the first half of an episode that I was able to watch. So I'm hoping it's good. It is a comedy, so that's tough for me, but it, it's Mike Myers. And so far it was kind of like just stupid humor where they're making fun of the way that Canadians speak, which was really funny. So yeah, right.
2: that's cool. We'll have to check it out. I probably won't. No offense. I don't like comedy it's like a cult
3: comedy thing. <laughs> Sorry. It's about it's right.
2: a cult. Oh, okay. Maybe I will <laughs> check it out then.
3: Should have specified that. <laughs>
2: Marcellus Reagans, how about you?
0: Uh, yeah, we had talked about uh, the sequel to The House in Between. Part two is coming out in June. Part one is available to stream for free on Tubi uh, and Pluto TV. So if you have either one of those apps and you want to check out part one, it's a documentary about a haunted house with paranormal uh, incidents happening. So uh, yeah, if you want to stream part one, it's on Tubi for the free. Oh, nice. Awesome. Well,
2: I will suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's comic reviews. There's so much more at sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com backslash sowizardpodcast where you'll find hours of free exclusive content there. It's the only place you can find my weekly comic reviews. Adam's been dropping interviews with creatives like actors, directors, actresses, producers, and more. So check it out at youtube.com backslash podcast. There is also a Patreon. You can support us monetarily and get extra exclusive wizard content for your eyes and ears. This month, only place to hear our review of the true superior 80s fighter jet movie, Iron Eagle will be on our Patreon at patreon.com backslash podcast. What will I suggest? Oh, my God. Um, well, one, maybe you should grab the trade for uh, Avengers Children's Crusade. Um, two, you should go check out this week's Fans on Patrol, because I was a special guest there, and I helped Montego review <laughs> Jason Statham is the Wrath of Man. I'm not going to tell you what I thought about it. You just have to listen to it. <laughs> and finally, get yourself caught up on Moon Knight. Disney Plus, because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. But that is going to do it for episode number 405. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Luchfield.
3: I love you in every universe.
2: Oh, somebody
0: has to.
3: <laughs>
2: and
0: the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Uh, everybody have a good week. Wanda forever.
2: you're goddamn right (laughs) we'll see you guys next week when we talk moon night good journey